0: Hello there, welcome to the podcast, Biblical Question. We're excited you've taken time out of your day to download our podcast and to listen to us. We certainly hope and pray that Christ would be glorified, and that you as a listener would be edified. For more information about us, I would please ask you to go to our webpage at biblicalquestion.com, all one word, all lowercase. There you can find out a lot more information about us. We have a prayer request page there, or our social media account links are there a past podcast you can listen to, and so on. You can also submit your Bible questions there, and we will certainly entertain those and be able to uh, answer those over the air in a future podcast. We do get positive feedback, and then we get more and more listeners each week, and we are thankful that we are being so blessed by you. If you have a Bible, I would encourage you to please to open it up and follow along. Today's podcast is entitled, To Catch a Thief, To Catch a Thief. And so, again, please follow along if you have a Bible. I know uh, I got a couple emails. People like to download the uh, podcast, and they listen to it in their earbuds when they're out jogging or uh, walking or whatever. And so uh, I think that's kind of neat. I appreciate that. Years ago, I was in law enforcement, and I recall a case where uh, the police were called to a local car dealership where cars are sold. and You might say, well, why did you say that? Well, I have listeners in third world countries that may not know what a car, car dealership is, just a place where uh, cars are for sale. So, it seems that this dealership wanted to press charges against a customer for stealing a brand new Ford Mustang. A really nice sports car. Yeah. Well, let us just say that it was new at the time, it was stolen. You see, this person was returning in this car after a test drive. They, they always the dealership wants you to drive the car, make sure you like it, fall in love with it or whatever, and then they try to hook you in into buying it. And so uh, you might be thinking, well, that's not really stealing. After all, everyone has taken a car to a dealer from a dealership uh, for a test drive. The issue was that the car was now two years old. And it had 30,000 miles on it. This man was on one really long test ride. You just might say it that easily. So this goes to trial. And uh, he's, this man is standing in front of a judge and a jury. And, and come to find out, you know, 30 years ago when this actually took place... The salesman used to toss you the keys when you say, oh, I'd like to take that car and try it. He'd say, here's the keys, take it for a spin. Uh, when you're done, you can bring it back. So this is apparently what the man had done. Uh, he was done with the car two years later. He did tell the dealership he was not sure about the car and did not want to buy it after the two-year ordeal. And he did ask for the car that he left them uh, to look at and appraise for uh, for them to buy it on trade. Well, two years later, that car was long gone. So, at the time, in the state that this took place in, the law read that you had to prove theft. Uh, You had to show a jury that there was an intent to permanently deprive somebody of their property. This man swore up and down that he simply just could not make up his mind and the dealership could have called him and asked him about the car and never did. It's funny or odd that you might think that all this is. It really is a true story. What gets most of us as Christian believers or not, all people have this general understanding what stealing is. We've all heard and read uh, sermons uh, or had Bible classes along the way on the Eighth uh, Commandment, which is in Exodus chapter 20, verse 15, you shall not steal. Stealing, in in a short answer, is is taking something that does not... uh, Belong to you. And if you could read this in the Hebrew, it might carry something, uh, has this idea of carrying something away unlawfully. Uh, most of us do not really truly understand the true depth of this commandment. And for those of you who are thinking, well, this is an old law, uh, this really does not apply to us today, uh, so why are we talking about it? Well, Those who think this way would have a different mindset if someone come and stole their car out of their driveway or their computer out of their home from them personally. They'd want those people in trouble. They're not supposed to steal. And so uh, I know a guy years ago, he said, well, what is mine is mine, what's yours is mine, and he would steal it. But you better not take anything from him. Most of us think of stealing in this terms as a, a burglary, a robbery, a larceny, a shoplifting, pickpocketing, or purse snatching. Uh, but what about embezzlement or racketeering? Basically, obtaining money uh, in an illegal way that's not yours rightfully. What about stealing supplies from your employer? the hospital, or, or paying for water on a buffet on Sunday after church and you fill your glass with a 7-Up or a Sprite. People steal from the government by underpaying taxes on all levels, including sales tax, making false claims of disabilities, hiding income to gain government benefits such as food stamps, And then selling the food stands for, you know, pennies on the dollar. And we've ran into that in our ministry. The government does steal right back, though. I mean, they do. I think it's stealing when they waste our tax dollars on things that are not needed. I don't know that I need to know everything about a life of a snail in some river uh, in some place in the world. I believe this would also include accumulating a large debt without a plan to repay it, forcing the next two, three, four generations with a burden of higher taxes and inflation. Calling in sick just because you want the day off to go fishing or hunting. That's really stealing adding expenses to a report to have a larger refund check. Perhaps more common in his overlook is not putting in a full day's work when you received a full day's pay. When we we take care of personal things at work, we're stealing from our employer's productive expenses, what he pays us per hour or in our salary. Some time ago I read an article that one company in particular reported $2 billion a year loss due to employees not working while at work. You may not think this is a real big deal, but it really is. When you and I go to pay for these products, it is in a form of higher prices because these companies will pass on the cost to you and me as consumers. And the same is... For shoplifting, I, I know a lot of people don't think shoplifting's that big a deal. Uh, these crash and smash things—I mean, those costs, those losses will be passed on to us through higher insurance premiums, through higher cost of whatever it is that they've been stealing. At one time, the product Axe, uh, Axe, the perfumes, reported. increase of cost to the consumer to cover this popular product from theft. And that's according to a Walmart statement. Employers are are not innocent either. They steal from their employees. They, They rearrange personnel to make employees double up on responsibilities and and lay off to, to make more money for the bottom line. Companies steal from the general public, too. While it may be illegal in some states and, and not in others, they raise their prices uh, during a natural disaster event. Uh, there's false advertising. I find it very interesting that uh, you're in a hurry and you see this large box of cereal or chips, And when you get it home, there's barely anything in this box or bag. Uh, The product really looked bigger than what it really was. You know, it's this huge bag and it's only about 20% full. Banks charge outrageous interest rates on credit cards to make huge amounts of profit. Of course, the flip side of that coin is people charge up the cards with no intention of ever paying that debt back. And so they raise the interest rates uh, to cover their losses. Deuteronomy chapter 23 verse 19 says, You shall not charge interest on loans to your brother, interest on money, interest on food, interest on anything that is lent for interest. So do we charge interest to other folks in the church when we lend them money? Doing so would be a violation of the Eighth Commandment. Uh, making false insurance claims. Charging more money for false uh, cost on overruns. Violating copyright laws. You buy a disc and you share it with everybody on the block or everybody at church. Taking software and and loading it on other computers other than for your own personal use. And I know more and more software is just being downloaded now. And so buying the disk has almost become a thing of the past, although you can still do that with some things. How much of our daily business results in taking advantage of someone? I mean, very few Christians would admit that they steal when in fact it seems to be really the American way and perhaps it's just not the Americans who steal stealing has been a real big problem since the fall of Adam and Eve when we take something that does not belong to us it is stealing from the person and really in the end we are stealing from God himself when we steal something uh, that we are not in trust with that God uh, has not provided to us we are stealing from that person that God has blessed that particular thing with and we're saying that we really don't trust God or God will not provide everything that we need I really don't need that sprite at the buffet and I really uh, need a lot of things no If I'm honest with myself, there's a lot of things I really do not need. But yet, somehow, I'm going to try to figure out how to take that from the other person. When we steal from others, again, we are stealing the blessings that God has laid on others. Basically, it robs God of what God has provided to others. If you stop and think about this commandment, it gives right of ownership. You can only steal something that does not belong to you, but rather to others. When we receive things from God, uh, we are to really use them to glorify God. When someone steals those things, God cannot receive any honor. That's really, truly come that he deserves. That needs to go to him. This commandment of not stealing is also about Stewardship. We are to care for the things that God has blessed us with. We are not to be wasteful with her money, for an example. Spending things on, on ungodly things is a form of stealing from God. And I know I'm going to step on toes here. And I look around our society and really within the church too. And I think of this lady who asked the church to help send her kids to summer Bible camp. And she claimed that the family really did not have any money for this, and she really wanted her children to go uh, to the summer Bible camp. She was offered to, to to go to the camp with the kids, and the kids could go for free as she was willing to, to help the kitchen staff uh, cook and clean the kitchen and things. And she did politely refuse. She was then offered an an opportunity to be like a counselor, a a parent that would be inside the room at night, in case of a fire or a kid got sick, that she could do that and her kids could go free. And again, she really didn't want to do that. She did not want to use her personal vacation time uh, from work to do this. She wanted the vacation for a trip for just being lazy around the house, and that was a quote. So the group, uh, the church, finally agreed for the sake of the kids, they would pay for these three kids to go to camp. The very first Sunday morning while the kids were in camp, she comes walking in uh, strutting a shiny brand new tattoo. The cost of this I would have sent her kids to camp, and I later found out where she got it, and I went and talked to the guy who did it and found out how much they charge. The moral issue here really is more than one. The one for the men of the congregation that she lied that she had no money. So, indirectly or directly, she stole from the church, and she stole from God and her children. Well, I certainly understand some people uh, have been forced into being tattooed. There is no case here that this was a need. She also stole from God by not being a good steward. The book of Proverbs, turn with me there if you have a Bible. The book of Proverbs talks about being lazy. And the problem with being lazy is not wanting to work uh, brings on really the temptation to steal. Proverbs 19, verse 15 says, Laziness cast into a deep sleep, and an idle man will suffer hunger. The Apostle Paul would say, uh, To those who refuse to work and are able, notice this in 2nd. Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 10. This is a real popular verse with some groups. For even when we were with you, we used to give you this order. If anyone is not willing to work, then he is not to eat either. And there was some reasons that the Christians in this day and time were not working. They thought Jesus was returning in their lifetime, so why should they stress about working and building up any kind of uh, storehouses for food or whatever because they weren't going to need them. So while others work hard to provide for their family and for the church family, and you are able to work and you do not, you're stealing from those who cannot work due to their health or their age. We live in a world where so many people think and they believe what is yours is mine and what is mine is mine and anyone having been around this knows uh, what I'm trying to get across here and really this is a mindset of a thief and we need to have the mindset what is mine is God's and I will share it and that's not always easy to do it's easier to say and actually get it done. There are other ways to steal from God And if we're honest with ourselves, we all have stolen from God at one time or another. Just like the people did in the days of the prophet of Malachi. Uh, God would lay out clearly that they had robbed him of tithes and offerings. And you can read that in chapter 3 and starting in verse 8 of Malachi and, and see and read all of that. The people were upset. Uh, as most of us probably would be, uh, they're upset or being accused of being a thief. Uh, nobody really likes to be called that. And another way that we steal from God is simply is to disobey Him. Uh, we are stealing the glory and our and our lies that really should be given to Him. We rob God when we do not give Him our time. The purpose of this podcast was. Not to make you, and me, you know, mad at me uh, by pointing out that we're all thieves, but rather to point out that we all truly need Jesus. We have all failed, and we all need forgiveness, and that forgiveness comes from Jesus, who, who died in the place of thieves and died among thieves. And Matthew chapter 27, verse 38. At that time, two robbers were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. And really, this was to fulfill a prophecy in Isaiah chapter 53 in verse 12. Therefore, I will allot him a portion with, with the great, and he will divide the booty with the strong, because he poured out himself to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Transgressors, excuse me yet he himself bore the sin of many and interceded their transgressions this really should be pleasing to all of us that Jesus paid our sin debt the devil has tried stealing from God by tempting Adam and Eve and the one and only creation that is made in the image of God is you and me And stealing cost Jesus his life. And without the sacrifice of Jesus, uh, and he was willing to pay the debt for you and for me, if he did not do that, we would be lost in our sin. And the devil's original intent to permanently deprive God of his creation and those made in his image would have been successful. Again, I know we, some cultures, they think it's okay to steal from other cultures or non-believers or people outside their religious faith or their race or whatever. And that's all just false. It is never right to steal from anyone. and it, It's not right to steal from God either. I know this podcast is a little different than what we've done in the past. I just really felt like it was something that needed to be said. I know at the, this time of year, we're recording this uh, right after Christmas, and, you know, there's a lot of people who get their houses broke in for the gifts, cars are being broken into in the parking lots, houses, burglaries, and homes go way up this time of year. And so, theft is a serious problem. And, and, and listeners, uh, we really need just to be satisfied for what we have and what we can afford uh, to have. We don't need ten cell phones in the house. We don't need every channel that the cable company supplies or the satellite radio supplies. Or uh, The list could go on and on. We, we need to take care of our basic essentials and take care of, as much as possible, others who might be in need. We have never had cable in all the years that we've been married. We've not had cable TV. In fact, we don't watch it. And so uh, I, I, I hope that, that all makes sense. I would encourage you to, to look at your life and reflect on how you can always improve in your walk with Christ and to help others who are in need. I want to thank you. I know this is a little shorter than normal, but it was a pretty heavy little uh, podcast, and so I'm going to go ahead and close. Uh, please hit that like button, and make sure you tell your friends and family about us and follow us on social media. Uh, we would really appreciate that, and we will hear you will hear from us again next week. May God bless you. Amen. have the good one.